Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hardly Kayfabe, home for pro wrestling talk right here on the BICBP Radio Network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, alongside my main man, Johnny Townsend. That's Phil Donahue Jr. to you. Oh, excuse me. And then the artist, formerly known as Christopher Chavez, we have Dwight Lauderdale in office. What's up, brother? <laughs> Can you see his voice come out of that face? I can't. You just need a, you just need a mustache now, a Brian Gumble mustache. Yes, sir. We're here again, brother. <laughs> I really should have just went back and watched old Phil Donahue videos to try to do a terrible impression of him, but I didn't do that. <laughs> I don't remember how he sounds. It's been a long time. Oh, man. How you doing, fellas? We're doing great. Good. Good, great. Good. Another great week of professional wrestling. Just That's solid, a word for it. Just really amazing content on the WWE end of pro wrestling. <laughs> well, like, I don't even know. I'm just elated right now to talk about I WWE am, I am, and WWE I am just, I am just ecstatic. There is no words tech that can explain how excited I am that we're going to Saudi Arabia again, guys. Oh, God. I just, and Goldberg is back. Yeah, Goldberg is back. You know how long I've wanted Goldberg back for? Well, here's the beautiful. Here's the beautiful thing. At least they're delivering on the promise of fresh and new. Uh, yeah, that's you know, true. we're we're getting you, fresh and new Goldberg. Fresh and you new probably, you're, you're Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else is going to be out there? Cena, probably. Yeah, uh, I think you've wanted Goldberg back as long as. Uh, Bret Hart wish he could remember things better. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, oh, and that's not a shot at Bret Hart. That's a shot at Goldberg, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, when you opened that though, saying it was a great week of professional wrestling, I was going to say it depends on what side of the coin you're looking at, right? Because there's <laughs> the true. shitty side of the coin that is the WWE at the moment, uh, and then you see some of the stuff that's going on in the indies and what's going on with AEW and just the excitement that these guys are generating. Some of these promos we, we we've live- been looking at. We we live in an era now with WWE in which they claim they're going to listen to their fans, but the people who made the Sonic the Hedgehog movie listen to us way more than <laughs> WWE does. <laughs> that right? is just a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> that is an, an excellent point. Dude, it took one that. day, one day for a Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog trailer to be out and fans to flip out. And they said, you know what, we'll change them. We'll change everything. We want to make you guys happy. Yeah. A movie that's supposed to come out in November, by the way. So a lot oh of it's been God. done. And yes. I'm going to go back and do that. It is. Uh, they will do that. What, Vince, Vince, dude, just listen. <laughs> For crying out loud, it's not hard. Just make something fun to watch. You know, damn well, if, if Vince McMahon was the director of Sonic the Hedgehog, we'd be getting that cracked out Sonic that they put out for us originally. <laughs> like, you're going to get it anyways because yes. I don't give a damn. Deal with it. Um, He'd probably take his shoes off of, of Sonic. <laughs> so he yeah. wouldn't even have his iconic red WWE shoes WWE Films presents Sonic the <laughs> Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, oh, I would watch that just because I know uh, the train wreck it would be. From the directors of 12 Rounds. 12 Rounds That's a t- 2. The Marine, the Marine Two, the Marine Three, the, the Marine, Marine Four, the Marine Five. Marine did we make a Marine Six? six? I don't know. We did. We did. Becomes. <laughs> we totally did. Becomes Sonic the Hedgehog, voiced by Bill Goldberg. <laughs> and Kane's in there for some reason. Kane as Doctor Robotnik. Yes. Um, we really, I know it's not our topic today, but one day we need to cover WWE films. Oh, man. <laughs> we yes. should oh, we should rank them from top to bottom. Let's yes. do it. Yes. Let's yes. do that. That's a good idea. We're doing like that next that week. Lot. We're doing that next week. Um, there's only one There's only one I haven't seen, and it's that newest one about Paige, which I actually heard was very good. Oh. Wait, so you mean to tell me you've watched the horror films? Uh, oh, no, I forgot. The See No Evil? I think I've seen most of it just because I like Kane. Yeah, WWE uh, does those. And they did another yeah. film that I uh, recently where I was like, holy crap, that's a WWE film, and I can't think of what it is. But when we go through the list, it'll be one of these things where it'll be interesting to see what was an actual WWE film that maybe we didn't realize. Or maybe we can go back and like recast and remake <laughs> classic movies if WWE had put them out. That's not a bad like, idea. Like which wrestlers would play which roles? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, we'll do Godfather first. <laughs> I love or it. Li- or Lion King. You pick. Oh man. 
If it's gonna be me, if I'm picking, it's Lion King 100. percent I put this is blasphemy to you two, I'm sure, but I put Lion King well above Godfather. Oh, <laughs> but that's because I'm an idiot. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, but it's painful, dude. I, we were just saying this right before the show started. For Raw and SmackDown this week, it's the first time that I really fast forward through a lot of it. Um, just because I wasn't, I didn't care. Like I didn't care. Okay, I'm just gonna real run through some of these things. Uh, Strowman and Ricochet against Corbin and McIntyre. <laughs> Don't care. Uh, Usos against Luke Gallo and Carl Anderson. Don't care. Uh, the Miz TV and thing with Bobby Lashley and and Shane getting in there. I mean, that was a little interesting. Still trying to push the Shane Miz feud forward. Uh, it wasn't as good as they've have been. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Viking Raiders continue to get buried as they as, as they <laughs> as they take on Lucha House Party. What's that? You want real good names? You're gonna get some <laughs> real good losses with that too. Um, though though her her promo was better this week. It, it I was I remember what you said last week, Johnny is. Becky Lynch seems to be losing her fire because she's just overshone now. She's on both brands, yeah. and she, it's, she's on all the time. And she's going to be wrestling on the pay-per-view pay twice. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I, I don't know. Uh, there is a such thing as, and we know this from a three-hour Raw, as a too much of a good thing. Good Lord, they really need to cut yeah. this show down because when you really start having a scene where the Usos are watching uh, the Revival shave each other's backs – Right, and that's what starts a feud. Like, oh. Think of that. Think about that. Yes. Their feud is somebody call us shaving each other's back, which, you know, if you're going to do that, that's a, to me, that's real friendship. It is. But, you know, but that's my point friendship. is is this is what creative says is going to capture the attention yeah. of list, uh, of viewers. Uh, Matt, you were yeah, saying what I, what I always What I also saw – sorry to interrupt, but no, what I also good. saw, because I wanted to talk about this shaving the back thing. Uh, what I also saw uh, on the Psycho Sids is that they're kind of being punished a little bit. Who's that? The uh, revival. The revival. Yeah. Why? Because you know, Dawson the hit that dude who hit. No, no, oh. I don't know. I, don't, I think they were cool with that. It's way more because of the whole they wanted to leave the that free, type of deal. Free, hashtag free the FTR. Yeah. yeah, to the point where I don't remember which one was injured, but one of them was out for two months, and they pushed his contract up two months because of that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the other. Th- the other thing that's to me is really funny is they went in there thinking they're kind of punishing them because no no tag team the revival definitely wants to be taken seriously, and you can't do that with that, that angle. Uh, but what's really funny is on Twitter, uh, one of the uh, shaving companies actually reached out to sponsor them. <laughs> Stop! Are you serious? I'm dead serious. So they got a sponsorship out of this. That is 100% amazing. Forward. Yeah, that is so amazing, dude. Uh, but that just goes to show, like I was saying a, a little bit ago, like Matt, we were saying, uh, you saw that the numbers right now are re- like all time low, right? Like all it, time it's been a long low. time since they've been this. They low. are uh, both Raw and SmackDown are um, dangerously close to being under two million viewers per show, which is not good. I mean, you think about the the U.S. population, right? Yeah. And it's we're in the billions. No, we're in the billions. Yeah. If you're having if if you can only draw in if your product, which used to get five, you know, fives and sixes and even sevens on those, uh, you know, the TV, the TV, the the viewership ratings, yep. and now you're under two million, you're that close. That's terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your they company also... strategy needs to be stripped down and, and, and figure something out. Let people be who they are. Like I, I yeah, think that's the biggest more. part, mm-hmm. the biggest problem with the product today. Is that everybody feels the same? Yeah, I'm really concerned too, just from a standpoint of the WWE has a history of if the ratings are down, they kind of blame who's champions at the time. Yes, uh, yep. Uh, they do that a lot. I mean, think of Diesel, just for example. And right now we got Kofi Kingston and we have uh, Becky Lynch, who are your two champions, who I argue are two of the one of the most over people in in the company right now. But if the ratings are this low. Then that's what they're going to focus on, like the WWE themselves. Yeah, I mean, Zack Ryder, they, they punished. Zack Ryder got punished uh, when he first won the U.S. title because ratings were down. CM Punk had, had the uh, WWE title. Yep. Uh, Daniel Bryan had the world title. Uh, Cody and Goldust, I think, had the tag, or Cody had. There was a great group of, of uh, superstars with championships, uh, but Zack Ryder took the fall for it. And then they do that, and. And they just go back to their old same shitty routine, and it's it's terrible. But 
when you really look at it, look at you have to look at what they're presenting. Right? We wanted these guys. We we wanted yeah. these guys as champion. We wanted Kofi as champion. Uh right now the viewership is not a good look at Kofi's run. You know, it's not a good thing to happen for this run that Kofi's having as yeah, champion. Also, but it's yeah. not his fault. I agree. It's not yeah, his I agree hundred percent. Yeah, it's not his fault at all. I mean, Daniel Bryan got injured. He's apparently coming back very soon though, yes. thankfully. Uh, but I think that kind of hurt him a little bit because it was obvious they were going to keep feuding. Yeah. Um, and so that, that hurts for sure. It does. And, the, you know, there's just you have to get, you have to continue to the build up, right? You can't just get to that moment and just cool off. You have to keep doing stuff. You know what I mean? The journey to Becky Lynch's championship has been a lot more fun than Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch having it. Yeah. Same with. Kofi, even though I'm interested in this feud with Kevin Owens uh, and everything that's going on, it it's the the, the the you know the old adage that the road to it is is the best part. Mm-hmm. But once you're on top, you know it's, it's kind of like all right, now you're on top. Now yeah. you, now your th- your attention goes to who's the next person that's trying to climb up. Right. So I also think also think uh, the WWE has an issue when it comes to the writing in that they uh, they want to have. Uh, a, the perfect WWE show will have some funny parts and some serious parts. We'll have all of that. But the issue is uh, they think they're funnier than they are. Yes. A lot of the times. Oh, there's horrible and, jokes. Yeah. And uh, to me, if you're going to put comedy in there, have some people who actually write comedy for a living write for you. You know, yeah. I don't know if they have anybody right now. They may for all I know. And I just don't know that because at the end of the day, Vince still has the final say. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm assuming uh, they have comic writers on the co- comedy writers on, on staff. I mean, look at—they're turning Mojo Raleigh into uh, you know Sub Zero. What's with that? True. What's with that? That blue lightning paint on his face and and this whole like new gimmick he's got going. There, there's got to be no payoff to it either. They're <sighs> just gonna drop it. He's gonna get released. He's gonna. Cu- he's the first time he comes out with that paint on his face. I mean, come on, people are gonna, gonna laugh him it. out of it. Yeah. CM Punk chants all night. Yeah. One hundred percent, and yeah, the writing is, is needs some help for real. I am like, glad like you... my, my my example would be uh, Matt McCarthy, who's a comedian, and he does uh, a wrestling podcast too. Uh, and uh, that's the only reason I even know this. He's been on a lot of other wrestling podcasts as a guest, but he wrote there f- for a really short period of time, and he was the one who was writing the Kane and Daniel Bryan tag team stuff. Oh, that was gold. Uh, yeah. And he's a comedian. That's why it was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows what's funny. You can't just like. Sometimes I feel like he was up to Vince McMahon. It would just all be just gross humor the whole time, which I'm okay with in very short <laughs> blasts, so to speak. But you know, I don't. I, I need some other. St- if you're gonna give me comedy, I need it to be like let the guys who are funny on the show be funny. Yeah, you know, Daniel Bryan's a funny guy. So when he wants to be funny, let him be funny. Kevin Owens is a great example too, of a guy who's obviously got a great sense of humor. Uh, but you know, I I feel he's just seconds away from from uh, shaving Sami Zayn's back. <laughs> you know, yeah. We're oh, gonna side, see that. side note: Sami Zayn's been awesome here lately. He has, yeah. 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 He, his promos have been uh, have been pretty killer. Although somebody on Twitter did criticize um, those promos as to why part of the reason why the numbers are down. Even though we know it's just yeah. fun, and I think it's great, yeah, yeah, but yeah. everyone's like, "Yeah, what do you expect? You know, your viewership is almost underneath two million, and one of your top guys are saying that the fans suck and, and it's all this." Basically, stuff. pushing them all away, right? It's, it's not the case, and we said this last week also. We talked about how um, the fact that the E continues to pretend like AEW or nothing, or they continue to make fans take off the T-shirts or any kinds of uh, of gear that they have when they're at the shows. Um, it's only shining a light on the fact that these guys are doing something right. And when you start looking at what's happening, you do see. You see the WWE are just going back into their old ways, the rut, that just nonsense that we're just tired of now. And then you look over here and see what these guys are doing, and we're seeing uh, – did you guys see that, that – just recently in Southern in, in, in Georgia, they, there was the uh, Southern Honor Wrestling event, and Chris Jericho showed up there and jumped one of the stars that was uh, in, in the match. Uh, and all of a sudden, Kenny Omega showed up as well to take on Chris Jericho in front of this thousand-packed thousand house of thousand yeah. people. 
But they're, that's what they've been doing. They've been doing this now across the country, hitting indie spots, checking out, scouting out talent, uh, but also putting on little pieces of vignettes, which if you take all that and put them together, they're telling their story. Yes. You know what I mean? And and when that first TV show comes on, they're already going to have all of this stuff that they've built up to whatever's going to happen on that first yeah. TV show. The, the hype yeah, – kind- Cool. It kind of feels like we're in a waiting period, right? Like we're just waiting for – maybe that's part of the reason why the ratings are down for WWE. Everybody's just waiting for this other product to pop up to see what it's like. Yeah. You know, uh, I kind of feel it's that way. And that's that's one of my only complaints about AEW is uh, we've been waiting long enough. It's been too long. Start giving us some, <laughs> well, some they, more information. Yeah, they do have content in, in their uh, their YouTube channels. They have two different channels where they oh, put agree, content yeah. now. So that's, that's pretty good. It keeps you going. And like I said, when you watch little things like this where fan video comes out, um, you know, and they know that's happening. That's why they're doing this. It, it helps to keep that narrative going. But I agree with you. It's, it's going to be nice to actually see these guys get in the ring and do some work, which is at the end of this month, May 25th, uh, MGM Grand, they're doing double or nothing. Yes. Um, and for that, uh, we're going to see Cody Rhodes go up against his brother. So let's talk about uh, – and, and so I think you were the first one to point this out to us, Johnny. Cody Rhodes cut this promo the other day that was just yeah. an instant classic. Literally an brilliant. instant classic in 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 professional wrestling history. This is going to go down as one of the greatest, uh, and it's not because he's screaming and it's not because he's flashing. It's not because he's throwing out you know some amazing catchphrases. Yeah, it he is, never screamed once, dude. It's the delivery, but yeah. it's what he says. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, it was. So it's good. what he says. It's what he says and how he says it. He says it perfectly. Like I believed every word he said. Everything he said, I felt he was just. It was coming from a real place. None of it felt fake, which is a big issue with a lot of WWE promos. Uh, but this one, like this one, everything he said felt real. Like, I, I know he loves his brother. Like, I know for a fact he loves his brother. But, you know, he's not going into this match to to harm his brother. He's here to kill to kill the Attitude Era. Oh, I love which makes, that. Which makes sense to me because it's true. People our age, I mean, I'm guilty of it, uh, will constantly compare stuff from when we were you know, younger in our twenties or whatever, in our early teens. And the attitude era was, was huge. We're going to compare everything to that because that's when we first kind of fell in love mainly with wrestling. Right. And uh, that's what we're going to compare it to. And when, if we're being honest with ourselves, there's a lot of really good stuff out there right now, wrestling wise. I mean, I know we just spent 20 minutes beating up WWE, but uh, there is still a lot of really good wrestling out there. Dude. I was reading a little bit of the, the transcripts from this promo and my God, he does not hold back either. He takes some no. shots. So he's straight up. He says, I'm not here to kill Dustin Rhodes. I'm here to kill the attitude era. I love this next quote. He says, my entire lot, my entire class of peers has been compared to these gilded late nineties for over a decade. And it's an utter sham. Sure. You paved the roads for us, but gosh, you set the speed markers at 35 because you were terrified of any of us putting our fucking foot on down on the pedal. Then this is where he goes all in on these guys. He goes, you mean to tell me some pissant bodybuilder making every match a no DQ, meandering around the crowd, throwing the jib camera at his opponent, compares with a Kenny Okada match? Yeah. Or some yeah, bra yeah. and panty spectacular can match up with what the women did last September? Or even Dwayne, as electric as it was, rhyming, raising, was it really better than what Punk said sitting on that stage? Yeah, I think we all I think we all can agree that you just need to go listen to it yourselves if you haven't yet. So go find it. It's on YouTube. <laughs> it is it's amazing. On it's, it is yeah. so go listen good. to it. it it's so good. good. And he, yeah. he did bring up he brought up very valid points. And we, I love that he said piss ant too, yeah. by the way. Oh, there's a, it's a nice it's a nice little uh, remark back to a certain triple H. Yeah. A certain Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Uh yeah. but we are at a tipping point right now in yeah. professional wrestling. It's not WWE is is not the be all and all. It, it it should have never. It's never been, you know, like this before. We see guys all the time who just don't want to be a part of it anymore. Uh, and we're we're hearing just reports of of all sorts of stuff. One of the biggest stories this week was Leo Rush. Oh, I heard about yes. this. Uh, yeah, where he yeah. complained that he's. Let's see. Um. So he's had some, let's let's kind of set this up. He's had some backstage heat, so they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Apparently, have. he he doesn't show respect to some of the older vets. Um, and I think I think that's also because his that. wife his wife is also everywhere with him too. Apparently, 
Like he's trying to get a. Uh, this is just on a psycho sits. I don't know how true this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he's trying to get a uh, uh, like a you know a uh, what's that called a reality show with he and his wife type of deal. Yeah. So she's everywhere with him. Uh, so it's all kinds of little things he's doing, and also he's always. I mean, he's ever since I've even heard of him, which was when he was wrestling for PWG. He's always been kind of. He's very good, but he's also very, very cocky. And, yeah, he's, and he knows he knows he's good. He's an issue, right? Yeah, he's not completely innocent in all this. But I wanted to read one of these quotes um, from the interview. Uh, My issue has never been with Bobby Lashley. Being with Bobby has helped both the both of us out tremendously. It's given me speaking confidence I didn't know that I had. I never was a promo guy in the Indies, but being with Bobby made me a promo guy. My issue isn't with my on-screen role. My issue is with the fact that I haven't been on meet and greets with Bobby. I haven't been getting paid for merchandise for us that has my catchphrases on them. I've been sent to live shows and TVs and forced to pay for my own rental for five days, as well as hotel, while not making enough money to do so. Walking around broke in the biggest sports entertainment industry that there is while having two kids and a wife to support. Damn. Uh, which Yeah, it's there's a lot of weird conflicting stuff to this too though. Uh he makes apparently again, this is on the Psycho Sids. He makes around three hundred thousand a year right now. Yes. They want they wanted to uh the average apparently in the WWE, the average wrestler makes about double that. Uh, he, they were, they wanted to extend his contract. They were in contract negotiations and they were going to offer him pretty much the same thing. And he refused it. Yes. So that's kind of where they're at right now. And I, I'm trying to, to decide like to, uh, like to somebody like me who has to scrape by and draw stuff to, to pay my stupid <laughs> cell phone bill, like 300,000 sounds freaking amazing. Right. And the fact that it really reminds me, and this is to like this is a much smaller scale because three hundred thousand compared to what NBA players make is is a huge difference. But NBA players make millions of dollars, and I remember years ago, Latrell Sprewell famously said that he wasn't making enough money to feed his kids, and this dude was making millions of dollars. <laughs> Which <laughs> so is it's a much smaller scale than that, but it, it still kind of reminds me of that like this dude's making. I'm not saying that he's wrong. He has. He's right to bring up these issues, but also isn't I mean Matt, you can probably answer this. Isn't WWE kind of famous for making wrestlers always pay for their own ways and rooms they, and stuff? Because I I've read the McFoley book and he was always talking about play, uh, paying for cheap rooms. They do, and it gets progressively worse. Um, yeah. You know, as the the travel expenses go up. Yeah, I'm not saying it should be that way. Did, no, I don't. Th- I don't think it should. I I I don't know. I think they utilize this uh, independent contractor term and they don't use it efficiently you have to be yeah yeah, you have to be at these shows right you absolutely have to be you have to pay your own way to get there yeah but if you don't make it because of an issue uh whatever may be you get fined you get fined not only do you not get paid now you have you have have to to pay pay. a fine for like no showing or or something like that i mean it depends on the situation Mm -hmm. but i mean that's why that's why a lot of guys ride together yes a lot of car because it's cheaper yeah, it's just cheaper. Uh but that I'm I'm going to I'm going to be team Leo Rush for that part though. Like that's a stupid there's so many companies that will that pay people if they if they're sending their own people on the road. They'll they'll pay for like I you get, know, the, Dude, the I get mileage reimbursement yeah. at my job. See? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, WWE is looked I I think a lot of people look at it in the same light that they they look at the NBA. The NFL, the, the yeah. you know MLB, NHL, these are the premier. This is the premier wrestling company, right? That generates a lot of money, and they do. They make a lot of money. Um, and I get, I get, you have to pay. You know, you got to pay all your employees, but you have to make it easier on the guys. You have to. Traveling is very expensive. If traveling was cheap, I would do it more often. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it getting rental vehicles. It it, it adds up. Gas mileage it adds up, and I don't I don't know if they get reimbursement, but when I was doing extra work, and you know I was with Luke Harper, I was you know talking about stuff. He was saying that you know he wasn't excited to get called up to main to the main roster because he had to pay for all this travel. At NXT on that level, if you if you get you know get called up to a show, they cover they cover the travel for That's you at the NXT crazy level. Easy to think about, but at the on the main roster. Uh, you do not get you're on your own. You're on your own, as far as is there. That. Is there a? I'm assuming I don't know uh, how the pay scale works in NXT. I wonder if you just get paid less. 
though. You probably like do. You probably yeah. do. Uh, I, I think they do. They think they make a little bit more for TV time. Uh, but you, yeah, I'm are, not saying it's right. Again, no. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just trying to point that out. Right. Yeah. I mean, even from what I from what I remember hearing, and mind you, this was five years ago. Their base pay for just to being an NXT signee is not very good Oof. at all. Right. Like you're taking home less than a thousand dollars, which is weird because one could argue, and I think we all kind of agree here that the better product right now is NXT. Right? <laughs> you know, I, I, I completely it's, agree. It's, it's the more consistently good program uh, programming. Yeah. So I mean, th- their their company, I was say, not going to say motto, but. Their philosophy, the way that bless Sorry, you, guys. bless you. Thank you. Uh, the way Edit that out, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm allergic to the WWE. Uh, I am, but um, you know their their whole the way that they do business it has to change. It has to change. This is the year 2019, right? And NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, those athletes are very well taken care of. They are the pinnacle of their respective sports. WWE, for the time being and for the last 30 years, has been the pinnacle of professional wrestling. You have to take care of those wrestlers a little bit better. Uh, And 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 the thing is, too, you know, with professional wrestling, uh, it's not about how good you are. You know, the guys at the top, yeah, they're very talented, but not everybody can be at the top. Right. For the MLB, for NFL, you get your chance and you prove it. There's, there's traditionally no bias. And, and a lot of times, if you're in pro wrestling and you're at the top, it doesn't mean you're the best worker at all. Correct. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all about who you know, who gets hot at the right time. So sometimes we, it's just your look. Like they, they like the way you look. That's that's you're, all you're horrible is. promo. You and you're dangerous in the ring, but you got the great look, and they want you on top. Right. You know, I mean, we see guys like like Scott Dawson, and, and you know, the the, the, the revival uh, completely. They're very talented, and those guys could be a top tag team easily, but they're not. Nope. They're not utilized in a way that. They should be, and they get locked into these deals, right? They get locked in these detail deals, and they can be starved their, out. Their careers suffer. Yeah, their careers suffer for it, and, where, can, and it can maybe get to a point where they never come back. Like it, it can be, it can you, they can get buried that way. You yeah, know? It, it, terrible booking will ruin a professional wrestler's career. Yeah, at that level. Yeah, and I mean it's it's happened plenty of times. Yeah, uh, you know, and these guys like pro athletes like baseball, football, basketball, they, you know. Hockey, they have a chance. They, if they play good, they get bigger money contracts. If yep. if guys perform well, bigger contracts aren't guaranteed. It's all about what the E wants to use for you. So you have to take care of those guys. You absolutely have to. Yeah, it's 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 crucial. It's it's unfortunate with with the way that wrestling is. Um, that it's you know that's how it is right now. Yeah, we might see well, something I'll... different with <laughs> AEW because we've been hearing reports that they're they will offer insurance. Yes. That, that uh, you know, they're all going to get paid on different scales, yeah. but still they get paid it, it, well. Yeah, it's still going to be independent contracting, though, is what they're going to be considered oh, okay. at first. But I think it, in the, the actual yeah. independent contractor. Yeah, they might race. actually be by playing that. Yeah, they might actually be playing that by the actual rules of an independent contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. who knows? Yeah, I can uh, yeah, see them. I mean, that's a good example, man. To wrestle elsewhere as well, the way Ring of Honor and New Japan do. Yeah. I could see AEW yeah. doing that. You, you, it, I think it's smart. It's yeah. It's it's you got to let the guys be able to do what they want. Exactly. I mean, it's a, that's. I mean, also just to use the other sports, the top tier sports that you're speaking of, as an example. I mean, I know the NBA very well. I'm a NBA super fan. Uh, the teams. Uh, let's say let's say you play for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll use one of the big teams. Yeah. Uh, when you're going to another city to play basketball, they fly you out there on their own jet. Yes. You don't you don't have to pay for travels taken care of. There. Yep. I mean. Yeah. For, Maybe the, it, it was kind of instituted because of kayfabe, but could you imagine if these guys just traveled on it? Well, they might not get along, but, you know, <laughs> traveled on a bus together or, or, or in some form or fashion were, were able to, you know, had the option to do like a, a group yeah. travel yeah. extensively. Like I used to like, like CM Punk, what he did when he got to the top is he bought himself an own bus and he paid for a driver. And to take care of his body for for max comfort because he didn't want to be sit cooped up in a car right. all the time. He just had a, a essentially a 
a bus with an RV inside set up. We could cook his, do whatever he wanted. Like a tour bus. Like yeah. it was a band. Yeah. One man band. And it was a cool thing. It's, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's upsetting <laughs> because I know, you know, back to Luke Harper and there was a, there was a report this week that bugged me. You know, these guys, they aspire, they, they, they want to, they will risk everything to get to that point. Yeah. Sacrifice yep. family time, sacrifice their bodies. Uh, so much to get there. And yeah, they're, to and be their mental like health. They're, be, they're under so much stress, too. You're literally walking yeah. on eggshells. I mean, you yeah. have to, not only you just wrestling, right? You you have to memorize lines. Like, it's where's the creative freedom in that? Where's the fun in that? Know how to navigate the politics in the back. Yes. Uh, there's a lot behind it. You, you, you Like you were saying, you work all the way up to get to this point. Just to be told, I'm not going to use you because you don't have a southern accent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's let's. I think we should talk about Luke Harper now. I, I think we should too. It's, it's appropriate because it was announced, or there's a report um, that Vince McMahon will not give. I think we mentioned it last week. He will not give Harper his release. Yep. And part of the reason is that because yes, like Chris mentioned, he does not have. He can't do a southern accent. He doesn't. He doesn't quote unquote get Luke Harper. Right. Um, yeah. let's see. Let me, I'd, I'd like to see Luke Harper put a boot in Vince's face and see how much he gets that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you, how can you not see a guy and watch him wrestling and be like, Oh, I get, he's good. That's what right. you need to get. He's good. Right. <laughs> I did see something tweeted. Somebody tweeted at Bray Wyatt about getting Luke Harper on the Firefly Funhouse yeah. and right. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt responded saying, I'm working on it. So we might see. Maybe he's going to try to incorporate him and bring him into the, you know, bring him out. That I don't know, man. I just feel I like if so. that's really Vince's stance, how even his kids, how are they not looking at him going, okay, listen, there comes a point where you look at somebody and say, you're legendary, you've done so much, but now it's time to take away your driver's license. Okay? Right. You're crashing yeah. the car too much, Grandma. Yeah. Give me the driver's license. <laughs> last I knew, Triple H was a big advocate for Luke Harper. Last I knew, when I was backstage, you know, Dude, did the extra work, yeah. Triple H was, like, calling him his buddy and stuff like that. Like Triple, Harper, if you ask me, I feel like Triple H has got that old school booking mentality. He's very smart, and he knows how to use wrestlers. Look at the product that he put together with Shawn Michaels. You look at NXT. Look at that. I mean, they know what they're doing. They've proven it. Vince just does not want to let go. No. And I'm going to read – I want to read this quote, too. I know I've been reading a lot of quotes. Um, this is uh, from D- Dave Meltzer. The, and I quote – And I quote, <laughs> the update on Harper is that Vince McMahon, in writing, told him he wouldn't release him. He was earmarked to work a program with Sami Zayn after WrestleMania, but the decision, decision was made not to do it. One person close to the situation told us that he needs to get out because they made a call that they weren't going to use him after Vince saw him in his return. Vince said that he didn't get him and complained that he couldn't even do a southern accent, uh, which they reportedly asked uh, him to do from four years ago. Uh, The report would also go on to state that Harper was a last-minute addition to the Andre Memorial Battle Royal, and Strowman blew some spots in the match, which may be why the monster among men hasn't been used much. Harper was then reportedly sent home after his program with Zayn fell through, but was called back a day later to work a match with EC3. During the match, Maverick served as uh, EC3's manager, and WWE booked the contest to have a lot of interference. According to Meltzer, McMahon didn't like the manager spots and didn't like Harper in the match, which is the reason why he has not he was not placed in any brands during the Superstar Shakeup. Jeez. Uh, some of the report that this is what the article says McMahon may not like Harper because he doesn't get him. Can't do Southern accent, a battle royal spot with Strowman, and a dark match with EC3. Yeah, that Strowman part, though, is like, it's not even his fault. No. Right. Uh, I know the part they're talking about. It's that part where he's trying to suplex, who was it? I didn't uh, see Ali. it. Ali? Yeah. He's, he's trying to suplex Ali outside during the battle royal. And, like, if you watch the battle royal again, they're there on that doing that spot. They were waiting for way long. Strowman, yeah, right. Strowman took forever to get that's there. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. So it's so Strowman just forgot, uh, which which is you know that's going to happen. So to to blame him for that is re- to blame anyone. Honestly, I think it's stupid. Yeah. Because you're just going to forget sometimes. They they make they they want them to remember so much. Uh, that I think forgetting something shouldn't be penalized unless if they're ha- they're forgetting a lot, right? And they get hit, and they get hit in the head a lot for crying out loud. <laughs> they do, I know, right? <laughs> you know, <I> know. good <laughs> lord. Uh, yeah, but I'm with you. This is ridiculous. I mean, Luke Harper is way too good for this. I mean, we I think we mentioned last on the last episode that they extended his contract for the as long as he was injured, <sighs> just uh, to not use him. 
Yeah, just to not use him. So it's li- they're literally not using him because they know a certain other company will use him if they let That's, him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only reason. Crazy. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Oh, but man. again, going back to Chris's point, it proves that they know AEW uh, is going to be real competition. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's what's that term? Um, I think there's some kind of terminology in like when you're doing like jury duty, where you know if, if somebody rec- you know doesn't answer a certain question, it can be used against Contempt. them. Yes. Yeah. You know, them trying to shut out and ignore AEW is can be used against them, and, and is actually I think promoting yeah. AEW a lot more. Yeah. They're they're helping yeah. out. They're helping out Cody and. And everybody with AEW, they really for sure, for sure, yeah. And AEW, I listened to a Jim Ross interview recently, and their attitude is, I think, the right way to go. They're not, they're not even viewing themselves as competition against the WWE. Like they know the WWE is the big dog in the yard, so to speak. Uh, That's not how they're going at this, which I think is smart. Yeah, yeah. You you want to be your own your own identity. Yeah, you want to be your own thing. Make your own have have your own soul. Don't have the WWE soul. It was Impact's problem. They didn't yeah. try to be themselves. They tried to compete with WWE, and they did not have the platform to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it also hurt them. I also saw a thing where Cody Rhodes said that uh, as of right now, he thought that uh, he could probably they would probably use maybe like if he had, you know if he could just pick anybody off the WWE, he might use like five to six percent of the roster at most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but that's not because there's nobody there that's not good. It's because they want their own identity. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't I don't blame them at all to be honest. And they're smart. If you look at, I think they're at, at maybe forty or forty five deep right now roster wise. But they've got a lot of younger guys that they're basically it's 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 what you're supposed to do when you're doing this type of yeah. thing, right? Is consistently bringing in new guys. You always have to have some new talent and develop them. So when they're the next stars. The new talent that's coming up is being developed to be, you know what I mean? You know the cycle. You know how it works. And they're starting they're starting out right. They've got a bunch of, of vets in there with Jericho, the, uh, you know, himself, the Bucks, Omega, um, the Lucha Brothers. I mean, they've got a lot of vets, but then they've got a lot of young up-and-comers. I saw that AEW, what was, uh, there was a tag team that came through uh, ESW when we went to see them. Private Party. Dude, I remember watching them. Just being very impressed, just with them. You didn't even. See, you I was like, seen Are you here? You I did. Was like, Holy cow! This is great. You and they seen, got signed by AEW. They did, and you should have seen what they did with uh, in Rochester. Oh man! That show. It was yeah. them against Colin Delaney and Cheech, who ended up uh, just recently going up against uh, Lucha Bros. Okay, um, but they. I, I against- think they're. I think the only mistake AEW is making is that they haven't went after that one guy who got hit by the car. Oh. <laughs> They're in a backyard wrestling. I love uh, that. I remember that one. <laughs> I love Jim Cornette trash. They need too. that. They need the car. Is what they need. Yeah. Look the car. Look I the found car. that. I found that yesterday by accident again. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh man, that's a great. Another. They're not as good as our beloved XTCW, but uh, there's actually uh, issues with XTCW right now, and, and they're getting shut oh. down. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> you gotta tell me. I have to know now. Okay. Breaking right. news. So this company. Um, this indie company that's around here, it's called Nickel City Wrestling. I'm not very fond of it, um, and a lot of people aren't. But uh, they've actually been, like, threatened by a backyard wrestling thing. And, and, and um, somebody, I think, so, I don't know the full story, but they reported them to NISAC, the New York State Athletic Commission. And apparently they are not allowed to post videos. I think it's bullshit. Uh, but they're not allowed to post videos of them wrestling anymore. Um, really? They don't even run full shows. They don't have people come. They just do their thing. Um, so their YouTube channel is very, very depleted right now. Wow. Um, I think one of the reports was that one of their uh, one of the wrestlers is actually a sex offender. Um, and I, I I did some digging around, and and they are their current place right now is just across, not too far away from Fantasy Island in in, in on Grand, Grand Island. Island. Yeah. So it's. Uh, one, somebody that was with them but def- defected to to Nickel City and went and got trained by some hokey trainer there. Really? Um, 
he did this put out this YouTube video about it and got it essentially shut down. Wow. So. There you go. Politics once again, oh, dude. Man. Yeah. Over over podcast. There goes that podcast. Over idea. what though? Just because just because they were they were getting popular? I it might have been. It might have they're just trying to weed them out. I I, I really don't know. Uh, but people, because I feel like they've been getting popular lately. I've been they hearing have. more well, about no, XCCW they, They've been more passed more. around the Ring of Honor locker room because Dalton Castle. Yeah. Um, he was a local local guy. He uh he knows people and everyone showed him XTCW and he showed the entire Ring of Honor locker room XTCW. So yeah. Stuff. So you know I, I didn't like I didn't like the fact obviously that they had a sex offender around. Yeah. That ain't cool at all. But um, no, it's not cool at all, but it's also not surprising really. No it really isn't. Um, it doesn't it didn't shock me when you said that. No. It unfortunately that's you know it, And if you ask me to pick out which one it is, I I wouldn't be able to Oh I could tell you which one. I can tell you which one. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't say <laughs> on the, on the, yeah, don't say it while we're recording. Bury no. him immediately. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> but do tell me because I do want to know. I know, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's so XTCW might not wow. be anymore. At least on YouTube, they might just do it for the fun of it. But, fun, but not forgotten. Right? Yeah, it's so stupid. Like you're oh, an indie. You're a. I mean, I I consider them a shindy, but you're an indie wrestling company that actually has shows, pays insurance and stuff. And these backyarders who bought a building so they can do this, but they had no intention of getting as big, right? They didn't had no intention, right. I, don't, I don't think, of selling Or even seats. if it was, it was one of these, like, backyard dreams. You, yeah. It wasn't like, we're sitting down, we're going to plan it out, we'll have the numbers, do it right, make sure we have this or that. No, they're, they're having yeah, fun, but, they want to yeah. build something. I, I feel they'd be perfectly happy if they didn't get any more popular than they are right now. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, them losing the yeah. YouTube stuff, it, it sucks. And like I said, they just bought this building to do all this in. Hmm. Or at least paying rent to somebody. And then this happens. They're going to have to have pirate pirate video put out. I know. You know, like pirate radio, pirate <laughs> matches, dark matches. I- Hey, maybe this ground. is maybe this is how they get over though. This is you know WWE is helping AEW get over. Yeah, this is true. So maybe, yeah, maybe this is a, XTCW maybe this is kind of a, underground, yeah. dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a mess. It, it's like it's call Matt and me to do commentary. We'll do commentary. <laughs> oh yes, I'll help with production. 100%. We'll make it look like it's uh, it's on the set of Bloodsport or something like that. You know what I mean? Kumite, Kumite. With two levels, people just chanting. You know, while people are walking into the ring. Come on, man. Oh yeah, we, we got. Yeah, you got to pump up the the chance. XTCW Underground. It's always fun to watch those backyard wrestling things they put on YouTube because the crowd is just as interesting as the people wrestling. Because <laughs> uh, a lot of times you can hear like one person who's very loud and vocal above everybody else, and they'll just say some ridiculously stupid things. I was watching. I can't remember the name of the company, and I'm using the word company <laughs> loosely the here. Organiz- organization. <laughs> It's the same organization that had the guy get run over by the car, hit yeah, by the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, And I stumbled upon it yesterday by accident. Uh, their entrance, <laughs> uh, all the wrestlers, their entrance comes from an old school bus. Oh, uh, that's they cool. walk out of the. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. They walk out of the school bus. And the one match I, that I watched, and uh, they got on top of the school bus because you got to use the school bus, right? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they had a woman in the crowd who was there with her kids, and she didn't just talk like us. She screamed everything to them as they were doing their moves. Oh man. And, acting like, and it was beyond entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it. I'm going to have to find it and let our audience know what this great organization is. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And you can go see the original video of the guy getting hit by a car. Exactly. The Jim Cornette, the Jim Cornette made way more famous than it ever would have been. He really did. He did for sure. Yeah. He makes a lot of those spots a lot more famous than they really ever would have been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, you guys ready to head a, head out for a break real quick before we come back with our topic? Absolutely. Yes. All right, take a commercial break right here. We'll be right back. Are you sick and tired of all the politic and drama in your sports talk as of late? I most certainly am. My name is Matt Johnson, host of the Two Point Conversation podcast and your home of politic-free, penalty-free, no BS football talk every Wednesday right here on the BICBP radio network. Check us out. We are back. You there, Johnny? Yeah, I felt like we waited long enough. (laughs) We almost lost the internet. I I wouldn't be shocked. Honestly, it happens a lot. Uh, But yeah, we're back. Uh, from our break to continue Harley Kayfabe. 
this week we decided we were, what we were going to do, we were going to have a little fun. We talked about this a few episodes ago. Um, we talked about putting together a bracket and then, uh, you know, kind of revisiting it throughout the episodes and, and seeing where we can come down to a winner. And the bracket we started with was the greatest tag team uh, t- uh, tag teams of the 1980s. So greatest wrestling tag team of the 80s. Um, the very first to face off in the bracket, it's a 16, a 16, what do you call it? A 16 spot bracket? Yeah. I'm not a bracketeer. Yeah. <laughs> you call it, what do you go, bracketologist? Bracketologist, what is it? yeah. Uh, Bracketology. So it's a bracket of 16. Um, all right, well, here we go. First uh, tag teams to face off in the greatest tag team of the 80s. Fabulous Freebirds against Rhythm and Blues. Hmm. Rhythm and Blues, uh, obviously the Honky Tonk Man and Coco Beware uh, of legendary, you know, WWE WWF at the time status. Those are those are like the old school iconic golden era type character uh, wrestlers um, against the Freebirds, who basically they were around through the seventies and into the eighties and even into the early nineties, right? They were, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was an easy one, right? Yeah, I don't even feel like this is a competition. <laughs> I know. I feel I like feel. this was a this was a, a squash That's match. Okay. As a guy who does brackets all the time, the first round matches are usually the, yeah, the yeah. squashes. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with that, so this is gonna be a squash. Yeah, yeah. free birds all the way. Free birds. Oh, see, I was gonna say rhythm and blues. <gasps> well, I could see Coco Beware coming off that top rope, clapping and stuff, <laughs> flapping his wings, <laughs> <laughs> honky tonk man dancing and singing with his Elvis greaser haircut. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, definitely the Freebirds, I think, take it. The Freebirds, uh, we've discussed already on the show. We had them as a, a focal point. Um, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. We literally have a term, the Freebird rule, because of a team. Uh, yeah. And I feel like if you have a yeah. term that's using your name, you've done something right. Absolutely. And, they, you know, they were the, some of the first ones to really transcend uh, wrestling into the main spotlight, too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Superstars or rock stars, if you will. They, re- they literally were. Um so yeah, easily the Freebirds take this over. Uh, what do we got next? The Bushwhackers are taking on the Heart Foundation. Ooh, Bushwhackers against the Heart oh, Foundation. Oh, the Bushwhackers. This is a good matchup. Bushwhackers are like super goofy, and I know Luke still gets around. He still takes yeah. bookings. Um, they were huge fan favorites. Huge fan. They favorites. were great. Uh, but I did, and they have, and they, and they have one of the best walks to a ring of anyone. <laughs> they did. Like it's, be, it's better than the McMahon strut. Like it's one of my favorite things that ever happened in a Royal Rumble. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, when he walked in and got eliminated right away. Yeah, <laughs> and then walked out the same way he walked in. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> like it was I no freaking loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think though, if you ask me, as popular as they were, and they were, they had they great ring presence. Um, you know, very entertaining to watch. The Heart Foundation, though, will take it. And I'm, I'm talking. I'm yeah. thinking this is Anvil Neidhart. This and, is Jim and, and Brett. Yeah, yep. Jim and Brett, because these yeah, guys were just brutal technicians. You know and what I mean? They were actually like those. I mean, Neidhart was more of the powerhouse, which is always yeah. always nice. I always like the tag teams where the guys had different styles. Yes, and they're yes, not the same. Sa- they're not the same exact thing. And and Brett Brett was a technical. Just he was a master at at the technical stuff. And Anvil was. A powerhouse. He could do mm-hmm. the technical stuff too. Yeah. But he was a powerhouse. He'd just destroy you. He was the tank, dude. He was the tank, and and Bret Hart yeah. was the the cleanup crew. Yeah, he'd stretch exactly. you right out. So yeah, I'm gonna go Hart Foundation on that one too. Same. Same. We all agree. Yep. Sweet, sweet. Next up, we've got the Rockers against the Midnight Express, and these guys. Uh, this one's tough because Midnight Express are great, dude. Um. And then you've got the Rockers, iconic as well. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 hard. This one's a hard one for me. It's it's yeah. Because I because I feel like you got to have Corny on the side with that racket, right? Oh, of course, like naturally. Yes. So yeah. so if if this was a legit match, I feel like Midnight would pull it off because of outside interference. Corny would do <laughs> yes. Corny would do something to win this match. <laughs> yeah, this is the first one out of the ones we've had so far that I feel is the closest. As do I. Out of this first round, yeah. Uh, this one's tough for me. I don't. I don't know. I can go either way, honestly. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rockers. Rockers. You know, they had a really cool. good, really good, you know, reign together. It ended, you know, the way it did. With there's a lot of personal animosity and stuff. Yeah. But um, they were a team. They were exciting. And they were trendsetters. They were the. Be- they were the true beginning of that high flying. Yeah. 
uh, style of wrestling, just jumping all over the place, throwing your body around, doing whatever. They were pioneers for that. Yeah, they they took it. They took what the fabulous Freebirds and, and Midnight Express were doing to the next level. Like they they had that rock and roll mentality. The Rockers brought it to we're superstars now. Um, you know, and they they worked well together. Janetti and 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 Michaels were awesome watching them watch them in the ring together yeah but i do yeah, so- and plus and plus it helps that i mean literally one of them is considered one of the best wrestlers of our yeah time, yes. of our so. time easily right yeah. uh but i still i'm gonna say Cornette helps midnight express win it so johnny you're the tiebreaker here dude who, oh, who this moves is unfair. on <laughs> this is unfair this is unfair who moves um, on? man <laughs> okay all right, I'm going to go Midnight Express, <laughs> but this was tough for me. But it's purely because I feel like the Rockers were always one super kick away from breaking up the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that division here in this match. Huh? Yeah, this costs them yeah. the match. Yeah, and you know, and you got to have that uh, the the rocket the rocket guy on the, on the sidelines, the racket guy on the sidelines there. So I'm going to go Midnight Express, but it's close. Okay. Nice, nice. Very good. Uh, next on the first round of, of 16, we've got Foreign Legion versus the Steiner Brothers. Well, this one's easy for yeah, me. Yeah, same here, at least for me. Yeah, I'm Foreign going... Legion, right? <laughs> no, Steiner Brothers all day. They were so good. They were they were guys that I studied. I studied them because of their amateur backgrounds. Okay. And oh, they just did such a, such a good job. I love classic St- Scott Steiner before he was – you know, too many Frankenstein. Too to many the head. Frankensteiners to the head. He can't. You know, he can't cut a promo anymore. Wait, you're t- you're trying to tell me that you don't like the current Steiner? He owns a, a Shoney's for crying out loud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm Team Steiner all the way. Yeah, I I'm am. In on that too. I will. I will eat at that Shoney's and look for him. I remember being a kid. I really loved this tag team. Again, I, I think I said before uh, on our finishers episode where. I used to love – it wasn't even a finisher, but I used to love the Frankensteiner. It just was such a move yeah. that for me was explosive. Never seen it before. But I always loved the dog-faced gremlin. I loved the <laughs> nickname, and I loved how he'd run around and bark, you know, because it was like a screw yeah. loose. He wasn't always I the love, smartest. I love that. I love that on one of the N64 games, his, he could pee on somebody. Yeah. Really? Uh, well, not actually, but he used to go down on all fours and lift his leg up. That was one of his taunts. Oh, that's yeah. amazing, yeah. dude. That's so awesome. So Steiner Brothers but always moved on. That was uh, yeah, WCW Steiner Brothers moved on. Revenge. Yeah. That was Revenge. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. So they move on. Uh, let's see the other side of the bracket first round. We have the Brain Busters versus the British Bulldogs. That's a really tough one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brain Busters was Arn and Tully Blanchard. Yep. Okay. And if you don't know the listeners, British Bulldogs was Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is another good matchup. I yeah. think this would be a fun match. I would have to loved watch. to seen this match if this was a, yeah. a legit match. There's a chance it might have happened, yeah, to be we'll honest to look with into you. It. Um, <sighs> Tough one, right? It is. Because I, I know I how. Know which, I know, I know my, how my heart's going to vote. <laughs> I can same, already tell. Too. Same. Because <laughs> I don't think the Brain Busters were utilized the, to their full potential in yeah. WWF. Um, but neither were the British Bulldogs, even though they're both really great teams. So they kind of... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Brain Busters. Same Brain Busters. Same. Love yeah. Arn, but Tully was also a great wrestler uh, in his own right. You know. Yeah. And when yes. when any of these yeah. guys that were the four horsemen got together, it was always a great show. Uh, so I'm totally Brain Busters all the way. Same. Uh, Same next one we have the Islanders versus the Mega Powers. Hmm. Mega Powers was uh, Hulk and in uh, Macho, Macho Man. Man. Yeah. Um. To me, uh, it's going to be the Islanders, just because the Mega Powers is way more of a quick gimmick, just to lead to them fighting each other. It's all it really was used for. Yeah, true. Okay, yeah. I see. I like that point. If if they, you know, if they actually went on to do a little bit more, I would say yes. Yeah, but yeah because that tag team chemistry was not. It was more like we did our own thing. Like I'm gonna, go, I'm in the ring now, and I, I'm being Hulk Hogan. I'm right. They weren't a traditional. The ta- they weren't a traditional tag team right. by any means. That's not like, at all. It that was like the first time. Like I know in modern WWE, they like to throw opponents together. Oh, you guys are in a tag team title match. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you got a match together yeah. at WrestleMania. 
Uh, yeah, that's pure storyline in my opinion. Yeah, that 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 tag team. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Islanders as well. Yeah, lack of chemistry uh, leads the Islanders. Self destruction, self destruction. Yes. No, I think I think they had chemistry, but they had chemistry as opponents. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Wild Samoans against the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, two very very different styles here. Extremely yes. different styles. This is the High Flyers going up against the Brute Strength. Yeah, some legit tough guys here. Guys, you wouldn't want to mess with. Yeah. Uh, man, this Ooh. is tough. This is another tough one. For me, I mean, I always liked the Rock and Roll Express. Nothing against the, the Wild Simones, but the Rock and Roll Express for me is is, is it, again harkens back to that era of when they were larger than life. You know, I was a kid when I was watching these guys, so they were they were superheroes on screen. Uh, not that the Wild Simones weren't impressive, but. I think it's it's more along the lines of, you know, my experience with the Rock and Roll Express. So I, I, I'm going to have them go through. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to agree. And also, the Rock and Roll Express is one of those teams that uh, my parents liked. <laughs> so uh, I kind of feel like I have to I have to pick for them. <laughs> it's like yeah. picking the family team. I just watched yeah. Ricky Morton do a Canadian Destroyer over WrestleMania weekend, <laughs> yes. and it's yeah. real to me, damn it. So yeah. Rock and Roll Express uh, <laughs> moves on. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, now this one, I love this matchup here: the Nasty Boys against the Road Warriors. This is going to be a hard-hitting match right here. All right, now are we the Booker? Are we looking at this from a Booker perspective, or because the Nasty? <laughs> how would you? Yeah, how would you book this match, man? I'm very curious. Um, I would job out the Nasty Boys in under a minute. Yeah, they're legit human piles of shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I would just have Hawk and Animal just break their face and widen the gap and. Sags to, between Sags teeth, um, shoot. So I'm gonna go Road Warriors on that. Yeah. Well, I always love the Road Warriors too. Give me the give me. Not, the not a fan. <laughs> not, not a not a fan of the Nasty Boys. I take it. <laughs> They're so good. No, the only good thing about them was their entrance music. Uh, that was about it. Well, I I, I did kind of like the uh, was that Day Glow's uh, paint drip shirt or whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, but I'm I'm just I'm just saying if. Knobs yeah, yeah. and Sags were walking down the middle of the road and got hit by a car. You wouldn't um, call and stop. I wouldn't be like, hey. <laughs> You'd have- I wouldn't be like, hey, somebody call an ambulance. I'd be like, Matt well, would jump in another car and <laughs> run him over again. <laughs> I'd be like, you missed. Man. I'd be like, you missed a spot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> out of human decency, I would help them out. But you know, it's purely because I'd feel guilty later if I didn't. Um, I don't. I don't have as much disdain for the Nasty Boys, but I do have the love for the Road Warriors. Uh, so I would yeah. see them take take them out, and I would say it as well. It, it would be a squash. This this would be another squash where they just kind of come in. Uh, you know, Nasty Boys come in first, and when the Road Warriors are being announced, they they run in. They don't even wait for the bell. They run in, just start beating the shit out of Nasty Boys, and take them out. And hope Hawk doesn't trip over his own pyro. <laughs> <laughs> I went back. I can't remember who posted it, but uh, there was this moment. I think it was on the last Botchamania. They had this one quick uh, clip of they were back. I don't remember who they were interviewing. They were interviewing somebody, but they're in front of the locker room door, and you can see <laughs> you can see one of the road warriors. I think it's one of the road warriors uh-huh. opens the door and they kind of poke their head off for a second and they close the door I did again. See, I did see that. <laughs> it was so dang funny. <laughs> oh, so good. yeah, road warriors all the way. So do you guys want to go through the sec- the next round now or bring that back at a later episode? Ooh. Let's bring it back at a later episode. Yeah, right. I think be it, fun. Let's draw yeah. it out. Let's 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 think about who's so next up on the next matchups, we're gonna have the fabulous Freebirds against the Hart Foundation and the Midnight Express against the Steiner Brothers, as well as the Brain Busters versus the Islanders, and the Rock and Roll Express versus the Road Warriors. That's actually some good matches in there. Some solid quarterfinal. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm going to throw on some yep. WWE 2K19 and just let the computer take <laughs> over, and I'll tell you who won. Not a bad idea. I like it. I like it. That's awesome. Oh, so there we go, guys. That's another episode of Harley Kayfabe. You guys have anything else you want to throw out that way? No, I think we're good. I had one quick thing, and that's my new favorite thing that I've discovered about WWE. I wanted to end this on a positive note uh, when it comes to that company. No. Uh, um... <laughs> One thing that I've realized that I really love is when they go to a backstage interview segment uh-huh. is that moment after the interview's over where the camera closes up on the inter- the person who is doing the interviewing and they have to make a face of some sort. 
<laughs> like they have to do a smile or or like look look like whoa! I can't believe I just heard that. And it's the most awkward moment of all television, <laughs> and I flip and love it because it takes forever to like actually like they usually go to commercial after it too, or they, they cut away yeah. and the cut takes forever, so they have to hold it yes. until they're set. Yes. No, you're good. Horrible. Yes, and it's, it's so horrible. It's been I, I can't face that. not watch it. I couldn't yeah, think that. I'd be like, uh, I would just just. Like, really, this is the best. <laughs> who, who booked this shit? That's how I would react. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, for Johnny Townsend, for Matt Johnson, this is Dwight Lauderdale. We'll see you guys next week. Let's take it home, boys. Oh!